Welcome back to another episode of the Freedom Pack podcast. And I want to start off by saying well done. Everyone who's listening right now, you've proved to yourself that you are a certain type of individual. You are someone who's making a conscious decision to better yourself. And you've proven that you're a highly motivated person. And that's exactly what we're talking about today. Motivation. Now, motivation can be thought of as an internal and external factors that stimulate desire and energy in people to be continually interested and committed to a job, a role, a subject, or to make an effort to attain a goal. Now, when researching any of the most successful people you can think about, you will almost always come to the conclusion that these people constantly motivate themselves by asking and concentrating on their purpose, asking themselves, what is their why? It's the purpose, cause or belief that inspires them to do what they're doing. For instance, let's look at entrepreneur and shark tank investor, Barbara Corcoran. She had a pretty simple why. She said that she never wanted to take orders from another boss in her life. Now there was a case study done on arguably some of the most successful people in their respective field in the entire world and on what motivates them. Michael Jordan, he became one of the best by using failure as his motivation. Jordan was quoted as saying, failure makes me work even harder. Steve Jobs used mortality as motivation, being quoted as saying, remembering that I'll be dead soon is the most important tool I've ever encountered to help me make the biggest choices in life and to motivate myself. If today were the last day of my life, would I want to do what I'm about to do today? And whenever the answer has been no for too many days in a row, I know I need to change something in my life. So to Steve Jobs, there was no bigger motivator in his life than death. Tony Robbins, the US's number one life and business strategist, helping more than 50 million people worldwide through his work. When asked what he believed to be the most significant gap between mediocrity and greatness, his response was, I think the most common thing is hunger. If you look at people who are the most successful on the face of the earth, they don't have just hunger for a while. They have hunger for a lifetime. And that is the ultimate motivator. Now, there's two schools when it comes to motivation. There's self-motivation and there's external motivators. Many people are familiar with Maslow's pyramid of hierarchy of needs. According to American psychologist Abraham A. Maslow, people are motivated by unsatisfied needs. These needs, listed from basic to the most complex, are as follows. Safety, belongingness, love, esteem, and self-acquisition. Self-motivation, on the other hand, involves higher levels of personal involvement that motivate us when we're driven to express our own desires, interests, values and strengths, we can achieve incredible levels of development and performance. It's termed intrinsic motivation because it comes from an internal source. With that being said, I want to bring you in here, Joe. And I want to ask you a very important question. Would you describe yourself as someone who is self-motivated, someone who draws motivation from another source, or a mixture of both? Wow, I thought that was beautiful what you just said there. A real outstanding thing. I loved how you went into Maslow's and that self-actualization at the top. That's what we're all that's what we're all gunning for. And I just wanna say before I go into any an insightful answer, 
I'm going to start by saying that motivation is one of the most demanded topics which we have been asked to do. And I'm so, so happy that we are covering it. This probably will turn into a series. There's so much content that we could talk about for this. One of the reasons why is because I truly believe that there's a clear dissonance between what science is telling us about motivation and how we are acting in our lives, in our relationships, and in our business. So before I start, I'm going to sort of summarize what you just said, and I'm going to rephrase your question. I think the way you're asking me is, am I intrinsically or extrinsically motivated? So extrinsic motivation, this simply refers to, am I motivated by money, cars, fame, women, or praise? And then intrinsic motivation this refers to doing things that I love so this is like this podcast I do it because I love to do it I want to take my experience our knowledge our research our passion and I want to pass it on to the world and I honestly we're doing this completely for free you know it money money isn't as in a factor in this It's the same with things like going to the gym. I don't go to the gym for any other reason than I just love to do it. The same with reading. I just just love to explore new ideas and and honestly, the end goal is completely irrelevant to me. So to answer your question, I don't think that any person is completely driven by one or the other. And what we're going to talk about today is going to expand how you can have both and turn them into the self-actualization which we talked about. Now, there's a common school of thought that says that you should just be intrinsically motivated. I don't believe that, and the research suggests otherwise. And we are going to explore these ideas, and I'm so excited to just dig into it. I thought that was fantastic. I'm, I'm very interested in how you said that no individual is one or the other, and that we need to explore them all. So, with that being said... You talk about both. What would you say the main benefits of being self-motivated are? Now, people talk about this, as you said, as being the more valuable of the two. And is this something you can learn? Or is it just something that some people are born with and some people aren't? Well, this is fascinating. And there are actually huge differences in the human brain and the results which we get in our life that come from different types of motivation. When studying motivation... I found that there was clear evidence that shows that extrinsic motivation, meaning external factors, money, cars, fame, etc., is by far the best driver of performance in mechanistic tasks, which are industrial-like robotic tasks, like hammering at a wall. And there's a famous study conducted at Michigan University they took a set of pupils. So they broke them down into three different categories. Category A, B, C. Category A could earn up to $100. Category B could earn up to $200. Category C could earn up to $300. Now, the task was to press a key on a keyboard as many times as they possibly could. Uh, This is just a robotic, mechanistic task. It goes without saying 
that category C, the people with the highest extrinsic motivators, won. And not just did they win, they absolutely crushed it. However, they took the same group of, of students and they combined them for things like academic results, so it was a fair sample. And they tested them on cognitive issues. These are things where you need to be creative, you need to think for yourselves. And astonishingly, what they found was, was that the people that had money as their biggest motivator, they actually got crushed in this sample size. These results completely astonished psychologists. The extrinsically motivated people, they saw a huge dip in performance. And this is called the distraction effect. Because what happens is, they are thinking about the reward and not the actual task at hand because it takes humans' attention away from the task and then it focuses on the motivator. Therefore, I don't think that you can say which is better out of the two without first knowing what the task is. Having said that, research into human motivation now clearly shows that human beings, they desire three things. Autonomy, mastery, and purpose. Autonomy, this simply means to how much control you feel like you have in your own life. How much independence you have to do your own thing. Mastery, perfecting your craft to the best that you can possibly be. And purpose, which means that what you do matters. When all three of these things are in alignment, then intrinsic motivation is without a doubt the biggest driver of results in human history. You don't believe me? You're looking skeptical. Let's break out an example. In the 1990s, Microsoft decided that they were going to create their own encyclopedia. Now, bear in mind that this was at a time in the 90s when Microsoft owned 97% of the market share in the personal computing industry. At that time, they were the biggest organization on the planet. The encyclopedia that they created was going to be called Encarta. They hired the best programmers to code the site. They hired the best writers to fill it with content. And they, they hired the best managers to make sure that it was made on time. And all of these people were going to be heavily rewarded with extrinsic factors like money, etc., etc., so they finished everything perfectly to time. Everything went as perfect a plan as it could possibly go. And everybody got the rewards that they were promised. Now let me fast forward to 2009. Encarta dies. And do you know why they died? Because they lost a long and painfully drawn out battle with Wikipedia. Wikipedia was created in 2001 by two graduates that wholeheartedly believed that no central organization should control online editing. And in their first year, they only published 12 articles. This clearly shows the power of belief and vision against monetary gain. Now, we can also talk about the benefits 
of the three drivers autonomy, mastery, and purpose in the largest companies in the world. Let's look at Apple, let's look at Google. Google, they have a policy with their employees. They employ them, but 20% of the time is completely free. So in that 20%, they are given time, they can do whatever they want. Now, do you know what's crazy about that? Their biggest results have come from employees in that 20% of their free time. Things like Gmail, Google News, Google Hangouts, all those things were created when they had complete autonomy. There's another Australian company called R-O-W-E. Now, this company is en route to becoming one of the biggest companies in the world. And they actually don't physically employ any employees. What they do is they hire people, they give them tasks, and they say, don't come in, just come back to us when the work's done. And they check up on how the work's going, if they need any help, any support. And this company is absolutely thriving. Now, so there's a clear, a clear benefit of having autonomy, mastery, and purpose. These three things, they drive internal performance. And what's interesting is, is that if anything is stifled in these three things, then performance will drop. And research now shows that when human beings rely on external factors for motivation, that after the first reward is that they, they just don't have the same drive to do it again. If you took those students and you paid them the $300 to, to press keys on a piano, after the first time, they wouldn't, they wouldn't perform at anywhere near the same amount of tasks. So having broken this down, it becomes clear to us that as humans, for, for us to achieve that self-actualization which you talked about and to reach our full potential, we must pursue wholeheartedly these intrinsic factors. Purpose, autonomy, mastery, they drive us. What's interesting is that extrinsic motivators are also extremely useful. And that is a tool that we can use in short bursts. Like, for example, if I had a task that needs to be done but it brings me no fulfillment, let's say something like databasing, then I could leverage this task with a potent extrinsic reward at the end of it, such as purchasing something online which I want, or maybe watching a TV show. So my personal belief and what the research is definitely suggesting is that we should live a life that we have an intrinsic vision and belief for, things that you love to do or set your soul on fire what you wake up every morning and do and just dream of doing that you would do completely for free. But in order to help us get there along the way and to do the things which we don't feel like, we should motivate us with short, extrinsic bursts. And I think that that is truly the best strategy to help us stay motivated and to achieve that self-actualization. Wow, but I, I think we've done a lot of podcasts. And I think that... That is my favourite answer you've ever given. I mean, when you talked about that example of, of Wikipedia, it it gave me goosebumps. It really did. Um, I think that's, that's so, so powerful. And it's not just a one-off. You see it in every every field, every, every type of thing. I mean, countless examples. You think of people like Eric Thomas, for example, never driven by money, driven intrinsically driven by wanting to be 
better than his father was, wanted to give better to his wife than she ever had or what she gave to him. He always remembers his why. There's always these these factors. I this week I watched I watched a MMA fighter fight in the middle of the cage. He, he was just tough. He was getting absolutely brutally destroyed for 15 minutes. He would never give up simply because he promised his country that one day he would bring an event there and he would put them on the world stage. And that was his motivator. It's not chasing money. It's not chasing fame. And it's these factors that make people better versions of themselves and eventually more successful. And I think that's absolutely incredibly powerful and incredibly inspiring and something we all need to remember in our own lives. Now, when you look at external facts, so many people look to YouTube videos. They look to speeches. They look to moments. They look for words. They look for stories to give them motivation for their own life. And that is an incredibly powerful thing to do. We've all got that song that we put on in the gym that makes us lift more than we can. We've all got that certain speech that we go back to and watch on YouTube when we're at our lowest point. And these are powerful things. However, it's often said that these just give us sharp, short bursts and they're not, they're not sustainable for a reliable source of motivation. And what I wanted to ask you, Joe, was how genuine is an individual's motivation when it comes from these external sources, when it comes from speeches, videos, books, for example, or is it just, you know, is it just giving us goosebumps in the, in the moment? Is it giving us that spike or is it genuine? I read a book by Gary Keller, brilliant book. It's called The One Thing. And one of the greatest psychological discoveries that has ever been made into human behavior was that willpower is a finite resource. It's limited. People commonly think that we just have unlimited willpower. That could not be any further from the truth. And this means that every single day, we only have a certain amount of willpower to achieve our goals. Every decision that you and I make, from what to have for lunch, to the small talk that we engage in with the co-workers, everything like that is going to drain our willpower. So extrinsic motivation, it can be a useful tool. And I actually endorse it in, in creating powerful habits. In a study which was conducted by psychologists in behavioral science, they found that extrinsic motivation from things like YouTube speeches, looking at quotes from powerful people, it drastically increased willpower in a person over the first third of a week. So in the first few days, that person saw a spike in productivity on almost every category, on every metric. But what was interesting was that over the last two-thirds, their performance was extremely diminished. So that tells us that it's not an optimal long-term strategy. However, having said that, what it can be very useful for is that it can be extremely useful tools in such things like short-term goals, but more importantly, in building habits. Because when you think about it, extrinsic motivation is rubbish, really. You know, Mel Robbins says it best. Motivation is, is crap. It's never there when you need it. What's more important to success and extrinsic motivation is habit building 
and determination. External motivation doesn't drive results. Habits and discipline does. So use speeches and quotes and all other things which are external as a means to get you started. But bear that in mind with the, with the idea that, that this isn't going to last. It's powerful in the short term, but it's not an optimal long-term strategy. And what you need to do is you need to develop powerful habits out of what you are creating through these through these speeches. Well, I think that's incredibly interesting, uh, especially when you talk about those external motivators. And it, and it makes me think, it brings me back. Me and you, we've been friends a long time. Now, I remember when we were just young kids and we were studying for exams. And we were talking and I was telling you that I wasn't feeling so motivated. You sent me a link and you said, please watch this video. It was an Eric Thomas video called The Secret to Success. Now, I watched this video yeah. and then I was instantly bursting with motivation. I just could not wait to get back to studying. Now, a couple of years down the line, I was in university and one of my best friends in university was telling me that they just could not find any motivation. I said, watch this video. They said, well, I still feel the same. I yeah. thought, well, that's interesting. And then I thought to myself, how many times has this happened before? Now, there's a movie I like to watch. It's called The Pursuit of Happiness, based on a true story. When I watch this movie, I'm instantly, for the next week, at least, I'm getting this massive burst. I want to, I wanna, you know, achieve a similar type of story. I'm so full of motivation. And I remember telling a member of my family to watch the movie, and I said, what did you think of the movie? I said, you must be inspired. They said, I thought it was boring. <laughs> and, it, and I thought to myself, well, how can that be? And there's so many people that say, this motivational crap, it, it does not work for me. Mm. I don't get motivated. I don't get inspired. It, it, it bores me. And it just makes me think, is this something, is there a certain wire in our, in, in, in our brains? What is it that makes it work for me, but not for you? Is there a reason why motive, some people are more motivated than others? Yes, there is. I'm so glad you asked this. Basically, I spent so, so long researching and this was something which has been on my mind for so many different years. And I wondered why I was so easily inspired as a person. But then other people that I knew, they they just didn't seem to, to get inspired. They didn't seem to get excited. and And I wondered, but... Science, it has the answer for us. God bless all those psychologists. The answer comes in the form of dopamine. This is the pleasure hormone, or what we commonly associate it with. This spikes at, you know, things like playing Candy Crush or getting Instagram likes. But what's interesting is that it also spikes during things like ticking a task off your to-do list. Now, we normally associate dopamine with pleasure, but it has a far, far wider effect than that. Dopamine has been found to fire before a reward is actually given. In addition, it shows up in times of stress, pain, loss, as well as pleasure. So now dopamine levels are being extremely correlated by, with motivation by neuroscientists. And one behavioral neuroscientist, he discovered that rats with lower dopamine levels in their brains, weren't willing to climb a small fence to get a larger pile of food compared to a rat with a higher level of the hormone. 
So there's a clear link between dopamine and motivation, but it's not a straightforward connection. There are scientists called Vanderbilt, and they did a study into dopamine, and they compared go-getters, quote-unquote, with slackers. The go-getters were people that, by common success metrics, you know, money, cars, you know, income, all those things, you know, grades, they they were excelling at. And they compared them with slackers who were on the other end of the scale. And they found when they did tests on their brain and they measured their, their dopamine levels, was that the dopamine, the pleasure drug, was located in different sides of their brains. The go-getters had dopamine in the pleasure part of their brain, whereas the slackers, they had them in the emotion and the risk part of the brain. So the levels of dopamine in our brain, they play a huge, huge part as to how motivated we actually are. Another huge reason why I believe that some people are motivated and some people just aren't is that I truly believe that people are chasing after the wrong goals. There's a study that says that 63% of people who choose to work out with the reason that, uh, that the reason is for health or because they enjoy it, they are 63% more likely to stick to this than people with a goal of, of fat loss or because that they want to look better. And another reason is because people look at goals but they just see them in, a, in like a positive light. They have optimism, but I truly believe that you need to have rational optimism. You need to see the obstacle together. They're not actually believing that you are going to achieve it. It's just as bad. So I truly believe that when it comes to motivation, the best formula is that you visualize your goal and you visualize yourself achieving it, but also you imagine yourself struggling along the way and the difficulties that you are going to overcome. And this idea is beautifully pronounced by psychologists as mental contrasting. Google it. It is a hugely powerful, powerful idea. And this is going to serve you well. Right. So there are, we've established that even science proves to us that there are some people who are less motivated naturally than others. And I, I can think of countless examples of it. And they all say, I don't know how to be motivated. I don't know how to become that type of person. And I've been lost for words. I don't know what to tell them. So what I really wanted to know was, is there any way that an individual can make a conscious decision and do something to naturally increase their level of motivation? This is such an interesting topic. And I was listening to a psychologist, Dr. David Buss. And he was talking about how he doesn't actually believe that humans should fail in their first business because small accumulations of success build dopamine levels in the pleasure and reward part of your brain. So you can absolutely increase that part of your brain. You can break this down into two parts. The first is that you live your life intrinsically. You have the vision for the future, for what you want to achieve. And that all those things that you are pursuing, they are vital to your soul and your interests. You wake up every morning excited to go after them. I truly believe that you need to have an intrinsic vision for what you want to achieve. 
the all these things you know you would you would go after them and you don't really care about about money cars fame you do it because you love it okay so the next thing is that we all have to consider that we all have mechanistic industrial like tasks which we need to do we need to conquer them and they are not necessarily things which set our soul alight but they may be essential for our success you know these are things like doing the dishes when you may not feel like it you know you do it for cleanliness these are things like databasing which may be an essential part of your business which you may have to do because your assistant is away these are things like ironing your clothes because you ha- you need to look presentable i think that they go hand in hand really you have to know how to leverage the two but it's also vital to know how to motivate yourself and dopamine is what you really need to go after and i'm going to tell you some ways right now which these are all practical tips that you can use today that is going to get your dopamine flowing it's going to be pouring out of your eyeballs by the time that you hear all of these the first thing that you can do today is please please if you get a small accomplishment then praise the fuck out of yourself for it have a to-do list and if you accomplish the big thing on it give yourself a huge tick to do at the top of your list because this tells your brain that you are chipping away at your goal and oh i just feel so good when you know you get a big big to-do list and then you just tick everything off so soothing for the soul the next thing that you can do is that you share your progress with with other people have an accountability team and as soon as you tell them that you are progressing that you are moving towards these things then this is also going to spike your dopamine and it's going to encourage you to to keep it going to keep that praise coming another thing that you can do is that you can boost your diet with dopamine filled foods now type that in on google i'm going to give you two right now yogurt and sauerkraut also search for things like natural biotics these are going to also help you on top of that just things like staying on task with micro deadlines you know you have a huge vision but in some ways really success is about having your vision but almost stacking it on a shelf and breaking it down into small manageable goals every day every day is just about getting closer just ticking those little things off your to-do list and remember success is about doing a lot of little things right over time and then also it's about rewarding yourself after you do them let your body know how great of a job it's doing and it's going to keep doing it and a great job that was now i want to say thank you for everyone who listened to this episode i don't know about you but i'm feeling extremely motivated if you please could please go to youtube and search freedom pack not only will you get a full back catalog of all the episodes to date but you'll also get exclusive videos bite-sized highlights from the show such as joe's tips to increasing your dopamine i'm going to make that into a short video that you can go back and review and you can get all these bite-sized information whenever you need it's going to be great so head over to freedom pact on youtube please subscribe i really appreciate it and also please subscribe to us on itunes and leave a rating we've been so overwhelmed with some of the some of the words we've received on instagram by our email or even on the itunes store we've been blown away and it really does motivate us and i don't know about you but i'm off to eat some yogurt and sauerkraut <laughs> i'll see you in the next one